Chapter One of Uncle Remus Returns. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Chenevere. Uncle Remus Returns by Joel Chandler Harris. Brother Rabbit's Bear Hunt. The little boy had naturally a good deal of that simple faith that is one of the most beautiful characteristics of childhood. But his training had been to some extent along the lines marked out in certain periodicals that contain departments in which mothers are instructed how to deal with children and in which sage advice is given by young men and young women under names not their own as to the training of youngsters. Young as he was, the little boy had been denied pretty much all the romance that belongs to childhood. For him the beautiful story of Santa Claus, with all the associations that belong thereto, had been shattered. The grandmother deplored it, and wept over it during the long watches of the night, but you know about these grandmothers with their antiquated ideas and their old-fashioned notions. The mother had been caught in the net laid for the ignorant by so-called scientists, and she regarded her own views, which were far from being her own, as of the utmost importance. The youngster yearned to believe the tales told by Uncle Remus but his mother managed to keep the wings of his imagination clipped as close as those of a chicken that we desire to keep from flying over the garden fence. One thing about the stories that he failed to understand was the remarkable success of Brother Rabbit in keeping out of trouble. He was obliged to identify Uncle Remus's Brother Rabbit with the rabbits that he saw occasionally on the plantation, and they were not only weak, but seemed to be very stupid. They had neither claws nor tushes nor strength of limb. He asked his mother about it, and she gave him an explanation that he had no desire to hear. He asked his grandmother, and she laughingly referred him to Uncle Remus. He can tell you about it much better than I can, she said. Thus it happened that the little boy was compelled to fall back on the most gifted fabulist that the plantation had ever known. He laid his puzzle before Uncle Remus one afternoon, when the old negro had just finished his dinner, and was therefore in a very good humor. Apparently the child had some difficulty in making clear to Uncle Remus the nature of his doubts. But after a while he seemed to understand what the youngster wanted to know. To make sure, however, Uncle Remus stated the case as he understood it in his own simple way. If I ain't mighty much mistooken, honey, you want to know how come Brer Rabbit can outdo the yarra creeters when he ain't got no tushes, nor no claws, and not much strength. The old negro's eyes twinkled as he looked at the little boy. Well, that's the very identical thing that the tales is all about. Look like he was born little, so he can cut up capers and play pranks no matter whereabouts you put him at. What he can't do with his foots, he can do with his head. And when the head get him in trouble that's deeper than what he counted on, he puts his pendants in his foots, 
cause that's where he keeps his lippity-clip and his blippity-blick the little boy brightened up for it was the purely pictorial language that uncle remus sometimes used that appealed to his sense of the fitness of things <laughs> tain't been more than a good half hour ago uncle remus casually remarked that i was laughing fit to kill but the way brer rabbit done when he went bar hunting he sure had his fun no matter if he went hunting or fishing but when he took a notion for to go a hunting old brer bar he had more fun than you can shake a stick at some folks might not a like that kind of fun what you can have when you go bar hunting brer rabbit was monstrous fond on it cause the kind of hunting what he done was a mighty queer kind and the fun what he get out in it was the kind what makes him laugh till he can't stand up no more than a weak old baby but la i speck i done made your mamma mad by telling you these old timer tales so much she looked mighty hard at me yesterday when i went up dar and asked miss sally for to give me a piece of pound cake if she had any left over from last christmas why christmas has been gone so long that i had almost forgotten it said the little boy that's so uncle remus assented but we'll had a whirl in and have another one for the years out by that time you'll be gone back home and me and miss sally will have something that's got more claws and more color than plain silly bug there was a long pause during which uncle remus watched the youngster out of the corner of his eye presently the little fellow stirred uneasily and then made this statement i don't see why brother rabbit wanted to go bear hunting he would be in a worse fix when he caught the bear than he was when he hit and kicked the tar baby uncle remus laughed heartily <laughs> i spec your pa done gone and told you about the tar baby oh brer rabbit show was in a mighty close place that time but if you take notice he ain't stayed our long no sir not him but uncle remus exclaimed the child why did he want to hunt the bear i don't see how he showed his sense by doing such a thing as that he ought to have known better well honey you ain't got no needs for to pester yourself with the ups and downs of old brer rabbit if he got sense and if he ain't got none it don't make no difference now cause the old times is done gone and if twasn't for these old tales nobody wouldn't know that day was ever any old times saying which uncle remus filled his after-dinner pipe and turned to his unfinished task whatever it was but the little boy was by no means satisfied to let the matter go at that he wanted to know why brother rabbit hunted brother bear and how the hunt ended and he was so persistent about it that the old negro was compelled to tell him the story in self-defense there was one time said uncle remus when the creeters had laid by the craps and ain't got nothing for to do but to set down on a log and chaw the tobacco and tell all they knowed and lots more besides one day brer rabbit was gwine down the road just to be a gwine when who should he meet but brer fox and brer wolf they was amblin and a ramblin long together 
just as chummy as you please, laughing and talking, and old Brer Rabbit jined in with em. At a while they sot down by the side of the road and got to talking about the neighbors and about the dull times in general. Brer Fox say they ain't nothing tall gwine on, no parties, no picnics, and no barbecues. Brer Wolf says he's a old settled man, and he ain't caring much for parties and them kind of doings, but he likes for to see young folks joy theirselves whiles they young and supple. Brer Rabbit, he up and loud that there ain't no dull times with him. Cause it look like he got something or other for to do every minute of the day, whether he's at home or whether he's abroad. Bro Wolf, he asks, what you doing right now? And then he look at Bro Fox and wonk one eye. He wonk mighty quick, but not quick enough for to keep Bro Rabbit from catching a glim on it. Bro Rabbit wipe his mouth sort of slow like and look up at the clouds floating by. He low he did. Well, friends, if I hadn't deceived you all, I'd have been well on my way for to look at my fish traps, and that done, I'd have come round by my turkey blind. I ain't got too much time, no how you can fix it, and when I does set down, it's a thrip to a ginger cake that I drops to sleep fo' anybody can head me off. Bro Wolf say, with me it's different. When I lay by my crop. I always take a little recess and pass the time a day with my neighbors. Bruh Rabbit Law, that's what make me stop here a little minute. When I gets home, my old woman is sure to ask me who I seed and what they say, and how was their folks and their families. You know how the women is. They'll tantalize the life out in you, twill you tells them who you seed and what they had on. But me, I ain't got time for the tarry. I'm a-fixin' up fer to go on a big bar hunt tomorrow, and it's a-gwine to take up all my time fer to get good and ready. My old woman been beggin' me not to go. She says she's all of a tremble. She's so scared I'll get hurted somehow or some war. But that's the way of the women. They make out they are monstrous scary. But when you fetch the game home, they all is ready fer to clean and scarlet and fix it up for the table. When Bruh Rabbit say this, Bruh Fox and Bruh Wolf flung back their heads and laughed fit to kill. Bruh Rabbit he loud, Friends, what's the joke? Be sociable and let me laugh with you. Says Bruh Wolf, says he, We a laughing, Bruh Rabbit, cause you say you gwine bar hunting. You know mighty well that you ain't big enough for to catch no bar. Why, I'm lots bigger than what you is. And I think twice for I started out for to hunt Bruh Bar. Bruh Rabbit, he kind of smole one of his old-time smiles. He low, he did. Yes, Bruh Wolf, you a lot bigger than what I is. But will you and Bruh Fox head him off if I get him on the run? Bruh Fox, he up and spoke, says he. You get him on the run, Bruh Rabbit, and we'll head him off. I promise you that much. We'll head him off if you get him on the run. Bruh Rabbit Lower, it's a bargain then, and we'll shake hands on it. It was a law among the creeters that when they make a bargain and shook hands on it, there wasn't no way of getting round it. And so when Bruh Rabbit make em shake hands with him, Bruh Wolf and Bruh Fox both know that if there was any bar hunt, 
dey'd had to be on hand for to head em off when Brer Rabbit got em on the run. Dey shook hands, but dey ain't give Brer Rabbit as hard a grip as dey mought, cause dey ain't had no notion of gettin' in a show enough bar hunt. Dat is one of the kind of things what dey wasn't in de habits of doin'. They kind of had the idea that Bruh Rabbit was dus a braggin', but when he make em shake hands, they gun to feel sort of skittish, yet they want no gettin' round to bargain what they done shook hands on. Bruh Rabbit ain't stay so mighty long after that. He say he gotter go and make all his arrangements for to bag the game and to barbecue it afterwards. He flipped Bruh Wolf and Bruh Fox his so long, and axed him for to meet him at the same place the next day. Meet me right here, friends, says old Bruh Rabbit, says he, and I'll show you something that'll kind of stir you up and make you feel like that day's something gwine on round here, same as what they is in the giant country, where they hunt bar every day in the year, except Sunday. They say they'll be dar if nothin' don't happen, and they ask Bruh Rabbit what must they fetch for to help him out, and he spond that all he want em to do is to head Bruh Bar off when he get em on the run. I'll show you where to take your stand, says old Bruh Rabbit, says he, and all in the round world you gotta do is to stand your ground and not get scared when you see him comin' and make a little fuss like you gwine to catch him. But you don't hatter put your hand on him. I'll do all the catchin' that's gwine to be done. All I ax you is to stand where I'll show you and make out like you gwine to help me. All you got to do is exactly what you say you'll do. Head him off when you see him comin'. Bruh Rabbit went down the road, singin' one of the old-time tunes, and Bruh Wolf and Bruh Fox sot war he left em and look at one another at a while old bruh wolf say says he what the name of goodness you reckon he's up to bruh wolf grinned one of them our grins what make cold chills run up and down your back he low he did he's just tryin for the foolers he done got the idea that we are scared if we go dar, he'll say he's mighty sorry that he ain't fine Bruh Bar, and if we don't go dar, he'll laugh and tell it everywhere that we was feared for to stand up to our part of the bargain. Oh, Bruh Fox grinned his kind of grin and says, says he, we'll be dar, show. At this point, Uncle Remus paused to indulge in a hearty laugh, and it was some little time before he resumed. He laughed so long, indeed that the little boy was moved to ask him what he found that was so funny. This inquiry seemed to have no effect on the old negro. He continued to laugh, and when he could laugh no more, he chuckled, all the time watching the little boy, although he pretended to be looking in another direction. Finally, however, he became more serious and settled himself in the attitude he always assumed when telling a story. Well, sir, Bruh Rabbit went down the road a piece, and got off in the bushes, and lay down, and just rolled over and over with laughing. By and by he lay right still, and a little bird settin' up in the tree holler out, Run here, run here. Nur bird say, What the matter, what the matter? The fust bird make answer, Bruh Rabbit dead, 
Brer Rabbit did. Tudder Bird say, Don't you believe it, don't you believe it. Brer Rabbit lay dar, he did, twel he got good and rested, and by and by he jump up and crack his heels together and put out for home like the booger man was out of him. He went home, he did, and split up some kindling for his old woman for to get supper with, and frail out four or five of his chillin, and then he sot in the shade and smoked his cigar. After he done et his supper, he combed his har, and tuck down his walking cane, and put out to the woods for to go to the place where Brer Bar live at. He got dar at a so long time, and helloed the house, and old Brer Bar come shufflin' out and ax him in. Old Miss Bar sot out the chairs at her dustin' em with her apron, and Brer Bar and old Brer Rabbit sot dar and corn fab just like two old cronies. At a while, Brer Rabbit axed Brer Bar if he hear the latest news, and Brer Bar say he don't speck he is, cause he ain't went out much. He been so busy cleanin' the grass out in his roastin' ear patch. Brer Rabbit pull his mustaches and look at Brer Bar right hard. He low, he did, well, sir, there's big news floatin' round. Brer Wolf and Brer Fox, they say summon been gettin' in their roastin' ear patch, and they say they done seed some tracks in dar what look mighty suspicious, most specially when they got on the fur seein' specks. Old Brer Bar sort of shuffle his foots and cross his legs. He say, what did they do then? Why they follow up these tracks where they see so plain? Brer Rabbit low says he, it seems like they knowed pretty well where the tracks was gwine to lead em, and they was feared for to follow em, lessen they had mo company for to come with em. Old Brer Bar leaned down, he did, and knocked ashes out in his pipe, and then he look at Brer Rabbit and grin, till his mouth looked red and hot. He say, feared for to follow the tracks, was they? Well, you can't blame em much, most specially if they knowed the tracks. What they gwine do about it? They ain't gwine to set down and let the roasteners walk off down the lane, is they? Brer Rabbit kind of held his head on one side and look at Brer Bar. He low, says he, I was just coming to that, Brer Bar, when you broke in on me. The news, what I hear, is that Brer Wolf and Brer Fox is gwine to have a big bar hunt. They done sent the invites to some of the neighbors, and the neighbors will do the driving whilst they does the catching. They asked me if I wouldn't help do the driving, and I told them that I'd be more than glad. Brer Bar look hard at Brer Rabbit, and Brer Rabbit look at the fireplace. You said that? You said you'd be more than glad, says old Brer Bar, says he. Brer Rabbit, he low I most surely did. I told him that I'd get you started, and then they can do the catching. Old Brer Bar laugh, and when he do that, it sound like thunder grumbling way out in the hills. He say, says he, how much of a family is they got, Brer Rabbit? And Brer Rabbit, he spawn, says he, I can't tell you, Brer Bar, cause I ain't neighbored with em for the longest. I don't like em, and they don't like me. 
and dat's de reason dat I come for to tell you de news. I had de idee dat maybe you like for to take part in dis big bar hunt dat dey want to have. The bar kinder scratch his head and lick his paw fur to slick over de place. He says, says he, it seems like I'm pleased to be dar, cause if I ain't, there won't be no fun tall. Well, then they sot dar, they did, and lay their plans, and laugh fit to kill at the old jokes that they swapped with one another, and the old tales they told. They sot dar, they did, twill old Miss Barr had her come in and tell em, for goodness sakes, to go to bed. Cause if they sot up and went on dat way, there won't be no sleepin' for her and the chillin'. Brer Rabbit jump up when he hear this, and tell em all good night, and put out for home, and when he got dar he can't get to bed for laughin'. Old Miss Rabbit, she stuck her head out from under the cover, and low, what the name of goodness is the matter? You surely must be a heard something outdacious in your rambles, and now that you done woke me up, you dust as well to tell me about it. But old Brer Rabbit, he's that tickled that he can't fish up the words for the teller. All he can do is to laugh and cough and wheeze and sneeze and keep this up till it look like he bleeds to strangle or get smifflicated. But you better believe that old Miss Rabbit sot up with him twill she find out all about it. And she ain't laugh when he tell her. She shook her head and low, you keep on with your foolishness twill some of them yutter creatures will catch you in your own trap. And den what me and the chillins want do. Old Brer Rabbit laugh and say that there's been widders and orphans ever since the world gone to roll. Now Brer Rabbit done tell Brer Wolf and Brer Fox that the bar hunt was gone to come off bright and early, and that they must be dar war he left em at, and show sure enough, when he went down the road, dar they was. He knowed that they'd been talkin' about him, cause they look right sheepish when he come up behind em. He ax em, is they ready? And they say they is, and he tell em for to come on, cause they ain't got no time for to lose if they gwine to get any bar meat that day. They went long they did, but when they get to war the bushes was thick and the shatters black, Brer Wolf and Brer Fox kinda hung back. Brer Rabbit sees this, and he says he hope they ain't no ways bashful, cause if they want to help him catch the bar, they got to stand up like they're well, and not be droopy like they're sick. By and by, they come to the place where they was a blind path running through the woods, and Brer Rabbit, he say that he want em to stand right there, and if de bar come by, they was to help him catch him. Says old Brer Rabbit, says he, I'm hopin' that I'll catch him fore he gets dis fur, and if he does, I'll holler, and if he's too quick for me, if he gets the idea that I'm atter him, and starts to run fore I gets my hand on him, more than likely he'll come dis way. If he do, just stand your ground, cause I'll be right behind him, just make out like you're gwine to grab him, and hold on to him till I can get him, and then our day's work will be done. Brer Wolf and Brer Fox say they'll do just like Brer Rabbit tell em, and they took their places. With that, Brer Rabbit went lopin' through the woods just as gaily as a racehorse. The place where Brer Rabbit make em take the stand 
wasn't so mighty fur from the place where old Brer Rabbit live at, and twasn't scarcely no time fo' Brer Bar was on the run with Brer Rabbit close behind him. Brer Fox and Brer Wolf hear a mighty racket gwine on in the woods, just like a hurricane was a churnin' up the leaves and the trash, and most fo' they know it, here come Brer Bar with Brer Rabbit close behind him. They da got out of the way, but they hear Brer Rabbit holler, Hit him off, dar! Hit him off! Hold him till I get dar! Old Brer Bar was a-comin' like a pot a-bilin'. His mouth was wide open, and his tongue hangin' out, and the blue smoke riz from him every time he fetched a pan. Brer Wolf and Brer Fox stood the ground, cause they feared that Brer Rabbit would have the laugh on em if they broke and run. They stood there, they did and do like they was gwine to catch Brer Bar. He come on with his head down and his breath coming hot, and as he run, he fetched Brer Wolf a swipe with one hand and Brer Fox a swipe with the other hand. Well, said Uncle Remus, looking hard at the little boy, there ain't no use for to go on with this tale. The swipe that Brer Bar fetched him come mighty nigh taking out the vitals, and if you never is here hollowin' before, <laughs> you motor hit it then. But Brer Bar, he kept on a-runnin' with Brer Rabbit out of him, and as they run, they laugh fit to kill. And from that day to this, Brer Wolf and Brer Fox been givin' old Brer Bar all the elbow-room that he needs by day er by night. Did Brother Bear hurt them very much? asked the little boy. Hurt him? Why, he ripped open the hides from year socket to tail holt. For the time being, they was mighty nigh room. End of Brother Rabbit's Spare Hunt